Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today, I am joined by former Royal and current Bethel University player, Eli McCoy. How are you doing today, Eli? Good. How are you, man? Doing great. Doing great. So I kind of gave an introduction of you, but why don't you tell us what you're up to now, man? Yeah, so um, played for the Royals for two years, um, actually three years, but I was hurt for the last one. Um, uh, actually played with your brother, CJ, uh, which was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, now uh, playing for Bethel University as a pitcher, um, uh, going into it as business entrepreneurship major. Um, and the Royals kind of gave me that opportunity with um, being able to throw on the mound and and yeah, so. Sweet. So what do you plan to do with your business entrepreneurship? You know, honestly, just own my business, kind of follow in the footsteps of my dad. Um, he owns a uh, business here in, in Billings and um, um, kind of want to do the same things in his footsteps. I've been looking at doing a lot of different things. Um, it'd be really cool to have a sports marketing company. I've been yeah, thinking about doing that. And so uh, just like you, I'm big into sports. So I think that'd be pretty cool. That would be, and let's give your dad a little bit of a plug. He owns Christian Brothers Automotive. Yep. They're a great company. They, yep. <laughs> uh, they gave me actually a huge gift in my life. So I am forever grateful to you guys I still, and to your family. I, I kind of forgot about that, to be honest with you. Yeah, you'll have to tell your dad, actually. Just the other day, it crossed the 10,000 mile mark. Really? Yeah. No <laughs> way. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome to hear. I'll, I'll make sure and tell him that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so no, it, it's been great for me and anybody that can go check them out. They are nationwide, but the one in Billings is on the corner of Zimmerman and Grand. So, yeah, Perfect. Awesome. definitely. Um, so I want to start this out. How did you get recruited to Bethel? So I went through a uh, recruiting company called Elite Sports Advising. I worked with a guy named Justin Musel. Um, he worked me through everything from my freshman year, to be honest with you. Um, now, freshman year, I didn't play for Legion Baseball at the time. Played for a travel ball team called the Billing Tsunamis. Um, but then when I moved into Legion, that's really when things started to pick up. Because my sophomore year, I had a really good sophomore year. Um, and um, it started getting noticed by a lot of different colleges and stuff. And Justin was great because he organized all those colleges. And during my sophomore year, one of those colleges was Bethel University. And so... Um, got in touch with my head coach, Brian Robbie. And um, honestly, at the time, thought it was too expensive to go there. Um, but then um, he kind of took me around the university and stuff. And I just realized this was the place for me. You know what I mean? I, you know, kind of wanted to get out of Billings and um, Minneapolis is a really cool area and love it. It's, it's so much fun, so much stuff to do there. And so, um, it kind of just kind of took off from me being there, to be honest with you. You know, I did not think I was going to go there at all um, when I was in high school. But then once I finally got to see it, I was totally in. I was I was totally in, especially to see the baseball guys, how cool uh, they were. Got to spend the night there with them. And they kind of took me in already, even as a recruit. And I wanted to be a part of that. So. Oh, that's awesome to have that built-in yeah. baseball family for sure. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. So um, what other colleges recruited you other than Bethel? Because you mentioned you know, a few. Um, let's see. So I always I, I got talked to uh by Miles City, um, and then Glendive, obviously, as well. Um, 
there was a couple North Dakota schools like um, Botnow or Botnu, um, and um, Williston and Dick Dickinson, obviously as well. Um, other than that, though, there weren't a whole lot outside of that. Um, Liberty University, which is a D1 in Virginia, um, they asked me to come do a showcase for them. And so I flew down there and did a showcase after my sophomore year. And um, so kind of worked with them. But other than that, there weren't a whole lot, to be honest with you. Justin kind of just, he pinpointed where, you know, I wanted to go. I gave him some ideas of what I wanted. And he just kind of pinpointed right exactly you know, where I needed to be. And he was dead on. Bethel was perfect for me. So that's awesome. So you kind of, instead of casting a wide net, you're like, no, this is my close little group and where I want to Exactly. Go. And what Justin does perfectly is like, we didn't have to spend all this money going to different universities and stuff and checking them out. He literally said, you know, just go to this one, check it out. And then if it's not for you, I'll give you another one to go to, you know what that's I mean? Awesome. Which was perfect. So my family didn't have to spend a ton of money um, trying to find, you know, this, this university that I need to play for. And, um, you know, and, and I ended up with, you know, kind of my dream school, to be honest with you. So. Well, yeah. And also, I mean, it's great because a lot of kids from Billings end up in small little tiny towns that they just can't mm -hmm. stand where yep. you're in a bigger situation. So it's better for you, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. And I don't have to wait, you know, like I know you had Jaden Jordan on your, on yeah. your uh, podcast uh, a little bit ago, but um, you know, he's at Miles City, and you know, which is great for him. But he has to go through those two years of being in the small school, whereas yeah. I'm already in my big school. I'm already having you know the best time of my life, and I don't have to wait those two years. You know what I mean? Because I know that JJ doesn't want to stay at Miles City. He wants to do things that are bigger. Oh yeah. And so I already get to do those bigger things. And I've already started doing them, which is awesome. So, oh, for sure. And I mean, both JJ will definitely get his opportunity to go oh, on for sure. Yeah, years. absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So, with that, you know, your relationship with JJ and Nick, how was that to have that from Little League to Tsunamis <laughs> all the way to Legion? You know, I mean, how it was, was pretty cool. <laughs> it was just pretty awesome. Um, you know, both those guys are ex just extraordinary athletes i mean there's you know jj stealing 60 bases last year was was pretty cool you know and uh nick he's obviously doing his thing out in treasure valley and and um you know being with growing up with those two it was always great because we were always so competitive with each other didn't matter what we did you know what i mean and um it was always fun though you know what i mean if i had a bad day on the mound i'd hear it from both of them you know <laughs> And if JJ had a bad day at the plate, he'd hear it from both of us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if Nick had a bad day at the plate, he'd hear it from both of us. And so I think that's honestly why I became a college athlete is because of my competitiveness throughout my childhood. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I think it's great to have friends that push you like that. And, um, you know, um, they, they just want you to be better, which is, which is awesome. So yeah, you're your biggest supporters, but also your biggest critics sometimes too, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So in high school, you played both football and baseball. I did. How did, you know, how did playing both of them intertwine with each other to 
help you with the other one or, you know, did they? Yeah, absolutely. So I think football for me was more of a weight room sport. Um, You know, I came into my freshman year being 5'3", 130. (laughs) Um, So I was tiny, like I was tiny. And uh, by my sophomore year, I was already 5'9", 185. So um, I think football really gave me the growth that I needed. Um, but I was never passionate about it like I was with baseball. And so um, playing baseball, you know, that's kind of like how all that's been my sport since I was little, right. you know, and um, football just kind of gave me the path to play baseball further on in life, you know, and so uh, my dad always wanted me to be a multi-sport athlete, not because, you know, he wanted to see me succeed in different sports but he wanted me to be better at one sport by playing different sports. Yeah. I think that was huge for me growing up. So. Oh, for sure. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So you were a super senior last year. And like you said, you weren't what? able to play. Yep. What was your role then on the team? Man, I got to be the team hype man. You know what I mean? I got to <laughs> keep everyone up, you know? Um, I think that, you know, it's, it's so critical to have support from, from your teammates and I wanted to be that guy you know no matter what I always wanted to be in support of them which I think helped out a lot of them you know a lot of different players on that team and so um you know um didn't matter who was on the mound didn't matter you know who was at the plate you know I was always going to be behind them and it's such a different from what you're playing you know what I mean um some guys have your starting spot, but um, you can't always be in support of that. You know, whereas a team role guy, you're always in support of them, oh, which yeah. was just a completely different outlook on, on things. So, Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, what was it that you and CJ had an article out? You were like the bench crew or something like that. Yeah. I, can't, I can't remember yeah. what it was we, uh, after CJ got in. Yeah. yeah. So um, we had a pit crew. Yeah, that's we, what it was. Yep. Yeah, we uh, we tried to see how fast we could get our catchers out to the plate, and so we'd have a chair, we'd have all of our gear ready. Uh, we we'd even bring him out water and stuff, and um, so when it's when he'd sit down, um, we had our coach, Coach Chris Holmes, time us, and. Uh, um, we were try- just trying to see how fast we can get our guys out there ready to go again. And I think the fastest time we got was like, I think it was, you'd have to ask CJ on this too, because he'd, he'd know better than I would. But I think we got like 17 seconds or something like that, which is wow, that which is, is pretty fast. fast. It is pretty fast. It was, it's literally a NASCAR pit crew, but for catcher's gear. So, <laughs> yeah. So, did you guys have a fall ball season at Bethel? Oh, we did. I did not uh, participate, though. I'm still recovering uh, rehab from my shoulder. Um, but let me tell you, there's such a different atmosphere between college sports and high school sports. Um, I saw so many of my pitchers, you know, because we, we got split up into three different teams. And so our team would play one team one night and then we play another team a different night. But we were all playing for Bethel. So our pitchers, I mean, I bet we gave up throughout the fall, maybe 20 home runs, you know what I mean? Which Bethel is supposed to be really good this year anyways. So, but in my mind, in high school, 
I think I only gave up career, maybe five home runs. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? If that. And, um, and so coming into, into college, it's a whole different mindset that if I get rocked, you know, it's going to happen, you know, whereas in high school, it shouldn't happen. You know what I mean? And that's something I'm not used to yet. And so, um, you know, once we get going in the spring and stuff, it's going to be a whole different mentality for me. Um, Because I'm sure, you know, I'm going to get rocked around once in a while and stuff. And I think honestly, for me, it's just how I bounce back is what's going to decide how good of a pitcher I'm going to be and how it impresses the coaches and stuff. So, oh, for sure. So will your shoulder be completely healed by spring then? It should be. Um, they're thinking of me taking a medical red shirt this year, uh, for spring. Um, but he was kind of talking to me about it though, too. It's not like a set thing, like where if I just come into the season and say, I'm taking a medical red shirt year, it doesn't necessarily mean that I don't have to, I don't have to play. Yeah. Um, I can, if I'm feeling great, then we come to that point where it's like, you know, do we want to use this medical red shirt or not you know so he might have me um you know in late may you know we get into these some of these games and i've been throwing bullpens you know for these past months looking great he can decide whether or not to play me or not mm-hmm. you know what i mean but if i do play i lose that eligibility for that medical red shirt year and so that's kind of like it's going to be a little bit of a decision in the in the spring rather than you know a set thing this winter or this spring, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, so, so yeah. Um, so how does the red shirt work? Because I think if I remember correctly in football, you can appear in games. Yeah. But it's like a certain amount of games, like three or four or something like that. They can appear in, you can't start, but you can appear in them. Is it kind of the same with baseball yeah. or is it you're out? I don't think so. I think it's just straight up, just you're out until you know what I mean? Until that season's over. Um, as long as I don't lose that eligibility. Um, so once I come in and I play a game, I lose that eligibility for that redshirt year. Oh yeah. That is something different with football to where they have Mm -hmm. that little bit of lenience. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's kind of just up to my coaches at this point. So my coach hands, I'm not going to worry about it. If they want me to play, I'll play. (laughs) If not, if I won't play, you know what I mean? I right. Really if not, it's just so. another year to rest that shoulder and make sure. It's exactly. Good. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. So if you do play, where do you think you'll fit in? Do you think you'll be a rotation guy or do you think you'll end up being in the bullpen? I'll be uh definitely rotation guy. Yeah. Um, Bethel led the NCAA um, in 2018 in fielding percentage. Um, they had like a 98.9% fielding percentage. And so um, for me, I've always been a ground ball pitcher. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we have all these guys that are throwing 87, 88 as right-handed pitchers um, that are definitely going to fit in the bullpen. Whereas I, you know, I'm sitting around, you know, low or low to mid seventies right now. I don't know where after surgery, we'll have to see, but they've told since the beginning, they want me, you know, as a starter, getting ground balls, getting outs, outs early, yeah. And then we'll work from there. So. Well, and a lot of times yeah. they say that once you get shoulder and elbow surgery, you're actually stronger. I know. And honestly, I have felt stronger. 
um, Bethel's got me on this weight program where my shoulder has never felt better, to be honest. Um, I've been throwing quite a lot, been doing different band works and stuff. And mm -hmm. um, the biggest thing is Bethel's weight room, like their program is crazy. I mean, it's, it's, it's amazing. I mean, it's college, you know what I mean? So it's kind of right. expected, but um, I've been so surprised with that. And ever since the beginning, they've been telling me, you know what I mean? Don't push it too hard, but we want to push it to make you stronger after right. you come back. So that's why I'm, I'm really excited to see where my velocity is at after this surgery. Um, it could be, you know, it could be touching eighties, to be honest with you, just the way I'm feeling. Um, I've my arm feels just great the ball feels super light in the hand and I don't know it's it's been awesome so that's that's great to hear glad to hear because you've had a rough couple few years there with your arm I know yeah that's <laughs> that hasn't been fun <laughs> no no not at all so what has or what was your favorite memory of legion in your time in legion absolutely got to be the uh, complete game against the scarlets on senior night um that was that was my that was my game you know what I mean and and I kind of got rocked around in the first first inning um I think I had bases loaded and two runs that already or no three runs that I already scored because I didn't let up a, another run after that but um I still had bases loaded with one out and three runs that I already scored and Swack told me too that uh after the game like if I had given up any more runs or anything like that I was out of the game and so, um, so that was pretty funny to hear after that, but, um, I struggle with first innings. I always give up a couple runs in the first inning and then I'm finally cruising. I don't know why that is. I haven't figured it out yet. Um, hopefully in college I figure it out cause that could be an issue. Um, but, um, so once I got done with that though, I vividly remember Brendan coming up to me, he gave me a hug. And then your brother actually gave me a hug as well. I have the video of it too. It's pretty <laughs> cool. Um, but yeah, especially against the Scarlets though, that was, that was pretty cool. I, I really love that. Oh yeah. No, that rivalry is great. Um, yep. You know, <clears throat> you talk about that rivalry. What was that like on the field? I mean, there's guys like Jaron Wilcox, He's he's perfect example of this. Um, I saw him in the grocery store the other day. We're buddies and whatnot, but on the field, I absolutely hate his guts. You know what I mean? It's it's kind of like that. You know what I mean? Um, but different players, you know what I mean, are are, are different. You know what I mean? Where um, I can't say names. I don't feel like for this, but there's a few players that I absolutely hated outside of baseball too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, so playing against the Scarlets, it's always a mental rival rivalry with them because you oh, both definitely. hate each other yeah. at all times. There's no excuse for it. And so um, the one that really got to me when we played them was when we lost our only conference game last year to them. And they acted like they literally won the Legion World Series. That really got to me. That really got to me pretty hard too. I, I wasn't playing obviously, but in my mind I was like, that's – that's that's pretty frustrating stuff you know what i mean um yeah. hearing that although you were there for were you there for that game hey one second i'm gonna pause um i do think i was there for that game yeah okay yeah and 
especially after the game, though, the way that their fans celebrated, too. Jaron Wilcox's dad is the most loud person I have ever met in my life. I mean, that guy will let you hear it for sure. Oh, yeah. And, um, and he was the loudest guy by far. Like, he's the loudest well, game, guy at every game. You know what I mean? But Well, you have him. And then you have um, Dale Hinckley, Chase's dad, on yeah. our side. Yep. You have those two in his stands, and it's like, all right, oh, yeah. this game's just <laughs> – I know. Just let those two go back and forth at each other. <laughs> that's that's the Scarlets and Royals rivalry right there. It's not about the players. It's about Dale Hinckley and, and Jason Wilcox <laughs> going at it. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. They're both great, though. <laughs> oh, they are both great. Yeah. So <clears> – <throat> What do you think the team's going to be like this year, man, for the Royals? Here's what I'll say about this year's Royals. They are going to be extremely talented. Um, yeah. they, they have a lot of talent coming in. The reason we lost, in my opinion, the reason we lost the state championship game last year is because I felt that on the team, our individual egos were too big. And so if they can keep that down and they could play as a team and stay together as a team, um absolutely no absolutely they're gonna win a state championship you know what i mean i i really do believe that there's just so much talent in um the blue jays coming up and what the royals have right now with the experience on top of that from last year that absolutely i can see them winning it this year oh for sure i was talking to spencer Berger and michael ferraglio i think really it could realistically be a Scarlet and Royal state championship game. It could be. It could be. Um, the Scarlets do have quite a lot of players coming in and stuff um, from their from their feeder teams. And last year they weren't that bad either. I mean, we were the only team no. they – or the, they were the only team that we lost to in conference. And we actually lost to them a couple times, didn't we? Yeah, a couple times we're non-conference, thankfully. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, non-conference, yeah. So, yeah, no. So what does it mean to like be able to play a lot of your games at home? Because last year, a lot of the Royals games were home. It's huge. Um, absolutely huge. The biggest thing with Montana, and I was looking at this uh, the other day with my dad. Um, the biggest thing I noticed from road games in Bethel and road game games in Montana is the drive. The okay. farthest that Bethel has to go for a road game is three and a half hours to Moorhead, Minnesota, which is just, that's nothing. You know what I mean? No. That's like, that's not even a Missoula. No. You know what I mean? And um, so that's, that's huge um, for a team. You know what I mean? When you're sitting on a bus and you're going to play that, that same day, there's a lot that has to go through mentally and physically when you're on that bus. Mm-hmm. You're probably taking a nap, you know what I mean, which is – it can be good and bad. If you sleep the entire ride, you're going to have a terrible game. That's that's my opinion. If you sleep the entire way, you're going to be lazy, lethargic, you know, you're going to come out with no energy. It's going to be right. the worst time of your life. Um, whereas, you know, if you just take a quick nap, you know what I mean, get it in and you eat something good, you know, you can do it but there's a big difference between eight hours to Kalispell and three and a half hours to Moorhead, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? 
And so, um, you know, I think that home games are probably one of the most important um, places to pitch as a pitcher. You know mm. what I mean? Um, I never won a single game as a pitcher in Missoula. Never won really? one. Or Kalispell. I didn't wow. win in Kalispell either. And so um, I actually don't think I ever won a game against Missoula, to be honest with you. I wow. struggled with Missoula. Yeah, they really had my number. So. Wow. Did but, you ever have to pitch down in Gillette? Oh, gosh. Um, yeah, I did once. Um, my junior year. Okay. Um, I don't remember how it went, though, to be honest with you. There was uh, when CJ was either in eighth grade or freshman year, one of the two. And oh, sophomore year too. Yeah, was that's it right. sophomore? Okay, I forget yeah, about just, that. Yeah, terrible. Yeah, the umpire you know, was awful. I know. Um, I don't think I did that well either. Um, I think I don't I think anybody up, can. No, I think I gave up two doubles. To be honest with you, in one inning. Yeah, I think that was the game down in Gillette. That yeah, no, Gillette is one inning. And um, sophomore year, I mean, I wasn't giving up much runs at all. And I think I got rocked like four runs or something like that in Gillette. Their teams is, are good, but their umping is a little bit suspect. <laughs> that's true, too. That is true. I remember that. You know what? We'll blame it on that. How about that? We'll, we'll just blame that all on that. All right. They did have a couple studs, so I'll give them some credit. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah so well hey eli it's been great having you on man um yeah. thanks for coming on and doing this it's been awesome appreciate you mitch thank you so much for having me of course have a great rest of your day and tell your family happy new year yep will do thank you